The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Uh, We've started a few episodes ago in the book of Philippians. Uh, We're still in Philippians chapter 1. Please remember we talked about the premise of Philippians being joy. That's kind of the theme most theologians say go through the theme of Philippians joy. And as we said, uh, some commentators believe joy over certain things because joy is not there when everything's perfect. That's usually happiness, circumstantial happiness. Joy is a result of things that you find your source of strength in God when things are not perfect, when things are not going well, when when circumstances are not always what you want them to be, but you trust that God has a plan. We go back to Philippians, um, you know, or excuse me, Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understandings and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. He will guide you. That's what we look for. That's what we pray for. And so that's that we can find joy because no matter what we're looking at, we know God is in control. And and so what we're going to look at, I started with that because the verses we're going to look at today give us a bit of understanding, uh, at least in the heart of the pastor, of a really of the missionary of Paul who starts this church now. He's writing to it and you see a bit of his heart, his desire uh, for what the church would develop. And when they develop what we're going to look at today, as you develop, as we develop what we're looking at today, you'll begin to understand why you can have joy over circumstances and joy over people who want to um, cause you grief and joy in all kinds of different things. So verse number nine, Philippians one, verse nine, the Bible says this, and this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere without offense until the day of Christ being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, under the glory and praise of God. So let's evaluate and unpack these verses for a couple of moments here. He says this, I pray. He just got done talking about uh, we're partnering in ministry. And then he says this, I pray, as a heart of a pastor. And I understand this. This is any pastor, this is their heart. To see uh, what, you know, our goal as we preach, as we teach, as we mentor, is that we would help you and we ourselves to grow in these areas. This, I pray, that your love may abound, yet more and more knowledge and in all judgment. Let's take a moment here. He's not talking about the emotional love. He's not talking about Hollywood style of love. Uh, one of the things that God talks about a lot in scripture is that we should love, love each other, especially those of the household of faith, love our enemies, uh, things of that nature. Um, we have to understand that the word love in here that is generally used is not emotional. Uh, we look at the idea of love in a human standpoint as emotion. Um, I emotionally am attached to something, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, as much as I love my wife, strive to love my wife biblically, which is a choice, I have a strong emotional connection to her. That's, that should be that way. Same thing with my children, friends, things of that nature. But you see, emotions can sway. You can have a day where you're strongly attached to something, and that emotion drives you. Then there are days that whether you had a bad day or that person's hurt you or whatever, your circumstance can change, and therefore your emotions change. And you you definitely don't want to be driven by emotion. And when you do that and you're driven by emotion, well, then, of course, you make poor decisions. And that's what really he's saying here. He's talking that we would not be driven by the emotion, that our love, he says, that our love may abound. This is our fulfillment of Christ. This is our choice. This is our maturity in Christ. And so here's our love abounds and grows. How does it? What does it look like? And here's what he says. It grows in uh, middle of verse 9. Our love may abound yet more and more. He says, in knowledge 
and in all judgment. There's two things there. The first thing he says is it grows in knowledge. Uh, this is knowledge of the Word of God, which gives you knowledge more of God, gives you knowledge more of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, gives you knowledge of yourself, knowledge of where you need to grow, gives you knowledge of other people in the world we're in. It helps you to filter the world and your circumstances through God's eyes. Um, everything we are going to face is in the Word of God. The Bible tells us, uh, Solomon said in Proverbs, there's no new thing under the sun. Maybe I'm in Ecclesiastes, but there's no new thing under the sun. Uh, that what we see today, what we battle today, while it presents itself differently with technology, things of that nature, it's the same thing he faced. It's the same thing they faced for all of human history. So the Bible has an answer for all of it if we're willing to get in. And what it is, it's principles that teach us and help us to view God's perspective on things. So he says that we want to grow in knowledge, but it's important, he says, and in all judgment. Now, a lot of times people get nervous about the word of judgment because the Bible says, tells us to judge not lest ye be judged. Uh, please understand, there are different words, especially in the, in the translation we're reading, that, that, that are translated judgment or judge. The first one we're not to do is to judge others. That means to condemn or look down on or say, I don't like that person based upon their past or based upon their skin color or based upon where, what those kind of things. That's sin. I, we never do that. But there is a part in Scripture where he tells us that we are to judge, we are to be living in judgment. Or that The word we use today is discernment. Now, I'm, I, this is not really how we approach other people. This is how we approach circumstances. All right? Now, I will approach certain people. I will be discerning as to who I allow into my family's life. Um, it's not that I have a problem with them. It's, it's their positions. And so I'm going to discern who has influence in my home. It comes on television, things of that nature. So that is discernment. And, and what he's saying is he wants us to learn to not only have knowledge. And by the way, you can't gain discernment until you have knowledge. Because if you're looking at discernment, uh, really being able to discern what is right, you can't do it without knowledge. Because what you're going to do then is you're going to discern things based upon your opinion, based upon the views of another person, another leader, based upon a podcast you're listening to. You know what I'm talking about. Your discernment is founded in your knowledge of Scripture. Knowledge alone is weak. Discernment without knowledge is dangerous. So you gain knowledge from the Word of God, which helps you to grow in discernment. He says this. Let's continue on. He says, why? That ye, we may approve things that are excellent, that we may be sincere without offense to the day of Christ. The first thing he tells us is we may approve things that are excellent. We may recognize things that are excellent. So when we, when we approve, when we recognize, we say this is what we're going to be involved in, this is what's going to be connected to us, we approve these things. We look at those and say these are good, these are bad, this is good for my family. When I make decisions, we mentioned this Sunday morning in church, when I make decisions for this year, you know, I have dreams and goals of what I hope God does this year. Well, in my... New Year's resolutions and my dreams and goals for this year, if I have a dream, a dream without a plan is nothing more than a wish. So I must make a plan. Okay, this is what I want to accomplish. That's the idea. That I approve things that are excellent. So my knowledge, which develops discernment, helps me to plan down the road. And as I, as I navigate this coming year through Jesus Christ, this knowledge and discernment helps me to navigate and make wise decisions. And the Bible tells us, if you lack wisdom, ask of God, he gives to all men liberally. This is really one of the ways he does it. He'll help other people. He's, he'll give other people and circumstances, but he's not just going to wake you up one day and say, bam, there's the knowledge. He says, my knowledge is available to you and my wisdom is available in the Word of God, in prayer, things of that nature, and that's how you develop in discernment. A lot of times we want God to kind of hit us over the head with it. And he says, I've given it to you. You need to study it. You need to grow in it, in knowledge and in discernment so that you can recognize and approve things that are excellent, spiritually mature, good, great, wise, 
good godly things in your life, in how you respond. You approve those things. You recognize those things. And he goes, then you are sincere without offense. The day of Christ, sincere. You are, you're honest. What you are is what you are. That doesn't mean super spiritual or perfect or good. It just means, hey, we're, I am who I am. I recognize where I am in Christ and I'm striving to grow. A lot of times, one of the greatest signs of immaturity in Christ is when people try to put on a spiritual front. They've not grown in discernment. They're not growing in maturity. So they put on this fake uh, conformity. They look like Christians. They can sound like Christians. Maybe they dress like what people think Christians should or whatever. They've got all the right terminology, but they themselves are not maturing. It's a great sign of immaturity. Those who are growing in, in maturity, you're going to see that in sincerity, in transparency. They're not fake. They're growing in Christ. And so they're sincere and without offense. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that when we, we're not offending others, although that will grow with that. We will be less offensive. This is really, the word offense talks about the idea of stumbling block. Right? We will grow without stumbling. When, uh, when we see things happening, when we hear gossip or we hear uh, comments that other people bring up, we're not as quick to follow ignorance. We're not as quick to follow carnality or sin. We're quicker to recognize it because, well, we're maturing, we're discerning. And so we're not going to stumble in things of Christ because our growth is not in conformity. Our growth is in conviction, in Christ, in knowledge and discernment of the Word of God. And so we are not going to stumble. We're not going to fall. We're not going to uh, run from God as quickly uh, Well, because we have discernment. Now, we have discernment to make wise decisions when we may have to ch make changes in our life, but we're not doing it based upon circumstances. Here's, here's one of the premises, come back to the theme of Philippians. When our circumstances can become something that we don't understand, we cannot control, and frankly seem rough. When we have knowledge of the Word of God, which gives us discernment that God is aware, and then we can approve and we can recognize God's thing, and we're, we're not stumbling, we have the stability. We're not like, as James said, the wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Our foundation is in God. It's not in our circumstances. It's not in our understanding of them. It's in God alone, in Christ alone. We will have a strength. We, it, it, again, not always happiness in our circumstances, but a strength to know that God is in control of our circumstances. He loves us more than we could ever imagine, and he wants that to work. So what is the answer? How do I do it? He does, my prayer is that you grow in the knowledge of the Word of God, and that through that you gain discernment, and that discernment gives you a stability that in the good and bad, you can see Christ and you can recognize Him and grow in Him. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Tuesday morning, giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. I greatly appreciate it. Hope it's a help. Hope you stick with us as we continue through the book of Philippians, one of my favorite books, uh, one of the more practical books on day-to-day -day stuff. And I really hope it's a help, hope it's encouragement, and I hope you stick with us. And again, thanks for joining us again today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.